Hi, and welcome back to Residents of Persephone Park. I am Angela Yi, the creator and voice of Alina, and today I am here with G3, the voice of Sam. Hi, how's it going? So it's been a while. I mean, we recorded some things for Patreon, but for our audience, it has been a while since we've heard both of our voices together. <laughs> what did you think of season one? It's true. It's been a while. I thought it was really interesting how it came about. I I mean, I only read my parts of the script to keep me a little surprised. And when I ended up listening to it all, I thought, wow, this is amazingly put together. I, I had no idea some of those twists were coming. <laughs> we'll talk a bit more about the twist later. But with your background, you were more you you know more about cryptids than mythology, right? Or are you a bit of both? Uh, a bit of both. Do you have a favorite creature? Favorite creature? You know, growing up, I've always loved uh, the vampire myths. I think vampires are interesting. They've got this allure to them. But uh, as for cryptids, uh, hmm, I think my favorite cryptid would have to be uh, Mothman, just because of the memes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's. I feel. I think there's a bunch of new memes out right now with Mothman. But <laughs> I just love how. He's such a beloved creature <laughs> for no reason. I just love Lamp. Yeah. He's <laughs> like this single single cell brain creature just flying around, has abs and whatnot, but <laughs> America's beloved pastime. Look, I mean, I sympathize with the single brain cell creature. <laughs> it's just, it just sympathize. I, that's me. <laughs> Oh, is this your first podcast, actually? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Absolutely. And the, oh, so we had a lot of comments about your acting, all good things. And do you remember what you told me about how you got into your role, your character? Uh, oh, yeah. So I play Dungeons and Dragons in a bunch of role-playing games a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So I just get a description of what my character would be, and I kind of just blend in with it. You gave me a really good description of what Sam is kind of like. You know, equal parts Terry McGinnis and a little bit of a mysterious aura to him. I, I ended up watching a little bit more of uh, Batman Beyond. Nice. Doing, like a little rewatch to try and get the idea of what you're looking for. And then I was like, okay, this is this is definitely something I can do. Yeah. And what kind of characters do you typically play in D&D? I played all characters. I, I mean, we can go into all... Well, how many do I have right now? <laughs> so, like, I'm in, like, five or six active campaigns at the moment. Oh, my God. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, we can go over all the different ones if you want. But the one that I really love playing, his name was Flash. And Flash uh, was a, a fighter who can shoot his crossbow, like, multiple times during a turn. Mm-hmm. And he was actually uh, he based on superheroes, specifically Batman, because he had a hat of disguise, which he was able to go in between his alter egos, which is really fun. But I also have another favorite character recently. It's a wild mage sorceress who recently got turned into being a, like a 13-year-old, and it's just really fun to play like a teenage girl again. <laughs> Yes, it's always great to be a teenage girl. <laughs> it's true. I can definitely see the allure of it. Do you have any interest in doing other voice acting stuff? Maybe. I mean, it's definitely a possibility. I know I like kind of tossed you a mic and was like, hey, record this. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I, like, look, I, I came in because I thought this was such a fun project. But, you know, if, if anyone asked for me to help them and collab on a project, I'd be more than happy to. It's just give me a heads up and I'll try and work around my schedule. 
Yeah. Do you have any hopes for Sam or any other character in this podcast? I just really like seeing how your writing goes. I mean, the story itself is really interesting. For the podcast, it's like nice, short, brisk episodes that you can definitely listen to and relax to. I just want to keep seeing it going. For Sam, I mean, look, the boy is a, a real mess. So I just <laughs> want to see him be happy, I guess. But like, uh, uh, I mean, if he gets tortured, emotionally tortured more with this whole friend betraying him stuff, that's fine with me. Just want to see him happy for once. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, don't worry. I, I swear this will have a happy ending. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> or not. I, I... I mean, that's fine, too. <laughs> happy endings are overrated sometimes. No, I love happy endings. We must have them. I won't let my characters suffer for too long. Just a little bit. <laughs> they just have to, you know, be in the oven for about, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes. Just get golden brown and then take them out. They're not ready yet. <laughs> It's funny when I was writing Sam's Meltdown at the end of season one, the entire time I was thinking of Howl's Moving Castle, the movie of, um, oh, what was it? How I think Howl's hair color changed mm-hmm. and he got into such a tantrum that he started summoning shadows and, and ghosts. And I was like, that's exactly what I picture Sam doing right now. Well, I mean, if Sam can summon ghosts and all of that, I, I mean... Just think about it. Could he be he human? Would definitely have done would, that. would he be human then? Oh, no. But that's why there were no ghosts. Right? Such. Well, true. Mm, nope. I'm shutting up. I'm there not we go. Anything. I gave you guys a little bit of a secret there. <laughs> yes. I, I love that Sam, you know, is a quiet book reader, loves his dog, but deep inside, he is a drama queen. Have. I don't know if uh, it was revealed yet, but has anyone figured out Sam's quirk? No. Not yet. Oh. There you go. Well, definitely something to look for there. I mean, you guys will look into it a little bit more. You might find a little bit something about Sam. Yes. It's it's funny because I, I left a big hint in one of the episodes and when I was, again, when I was writing it, I was like, oh my God, this is so obvious. People are going to know. Oh, this is such bad writing. And then no one got it. So I was like, okay, never mind then. <laughs> Just keep going. No one will catch it unless they re-listen. It's cool. Yes. Absolutely. And everyone should re-listen. Take every single little hint because Angela has spread a bunch of mysteries throughout this. Uh, you can definitely tell there's definitely things that she's hiding and getting ready to pounce on you in this next season, maybe season three, too. Yes, the mystery will always continue until the very end, of course, because that's Absolutely. how that works. <laughs> I do love Hua's music. I think Hua has done such a great job at adding the music and just such great music onto the show. Yeah. It's actually one of my favorite parts. Yes, I'm so, so I want to give a shout out to Hua. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad we have him with us. <laughs> Absolutely. Although that is the reason why season two hasn't been out yet. <laughs> Just waiting <laughs> on the music. Just kidding. Hua's first job is being a doctor, so that will always take priority, and I'm always thankful for him to be working on this. Oh, talking about characters and stuff like that, uh, we ha- actually got a lot of comments and reviews about 
what Sam or what or who Sam is, a couple of things people have said was, well, actually, no, interesting enough, everyone was like, Sam is a mythical creature, has to be a mythical creature. Uh, and then I think halfway through season one, everyone swapped and was like, nope, demigod. He's a demigod. Definitely demigod. But do you have any guesses as to what or who Sam is? Yeah. When we first started out, you know, I was like, okay, Sam, maybe you're going off the Samael thing and he's like uh, supposed to be like a fallen angel type character. But, you know, the more and more I read into it, maybe he's just, you know, uh, a guy, just a guy who's uh, gotten into all of this mess on his own. I mean, the, all like heroes and legends start off as just regular people. There's there's no way that, that you know, he could just be a regular person. That's true. Yes. I can't say anything. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, I'm in, I'm just in the dark as much as the people listening. So I don't know. And I will find out soon. Yes. Well, maybe not. Yes. We'll see soon. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't started season three yet. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Oh, someone also said maybe since your voice was so good that you could have been a siren. <laughs> a siren? Oh, oh, I'm not that pretty. <laughs> I mean, no, sirens don't have to be pretty. They just have to be, you, their voices have to be alluring enough to draw you into the water. Well, I definitely can probably do that, I think, maybe. <laughs> I'm kind of jumping around here, but we kind of, we ran into this problem last week with pronunciations but i think that was probably the hardest part with this podcast what do you think oh definitely i remember season one when we had to several days to try and figure out pronunciations of certain things and then we go back and forth and we're like okay well you know what let's just do three takes each one with different pronunciations and we'll just see which one is the accurate one yes and, and it, it, i mean fantastic <laughs> i think that your dedication to getting it right is Spot on and amazing. Thank you. Yeah, funny enough, I think with the black tortoise, the Chinese words, I feel like you pronounce them better than me in that episode. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like a real compliment. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm sure that you pronounce them just as well. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What was, what was the hardest one? Oh, God. Uh, I'm trying to think. There was one that it took, I think, 10 or 11 takes of us to try and get because I just kept mispronouncing it. Oh, you're right. Okay. I'm going to look real quick. I feel like it was the, the, the Korean, the, bulge, the bulge. Yeah. I think the Korean was probably the hardest. Because uh, we kept pronouncing it and it was, we couldn't figure out if it was bulge or bulke. And uh, when I was pronouncing it on and off, I would just accidentally switch into the other one. We have to retake. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, the, one name that I had the hardest hardest time with was actually Sarah's last name. I, you know, my dyslexia I just kept saying Menendez instead of Mendez. Or is it Mendez and not Menendez? It is. See, I'm even confused now. It is Menendez. There we go. Yes. So it was Menendez and I kept saying Mendez. Yes. <laughs> the plot twist of the story. Yeah, I think Sarah also had a hard one. Oh, yeah. She had to do the Polynesian words. Oh, I do not envy her. <laughs> I will be honest. I, I really do not envy her. Season two, mm -hmm. from from what I've seen of season two, a lot of 
it, it's a lot of hard words for people. So I'm I'm more than happy. I'm not the one who has to pronounce most. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're like your character is the favorite in season one, and I kind of feel bad because you're not in season two. <laughs> but I figured since you're not in season, well, you are in season two, but Sam isn't in season two. If you want to play a little pronunciation game. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, sure. Definitely. That not. way, it'll be a fun spoiler for the fans, but also a fun game for you to try and see if maybe you're, well, I'm not giving you any hints, so. Oh, man. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> uh, is, this, is this this list that I see right now? Yes, it's that list. Oh, man. Okay. I, I think I have some of these, but oh, boy, this is a this is a tough list. Okay. Do you want me to just start now? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Well, the first one I'm pretty sure is the easiest one. Lamasu. Oh, wait. Did you listen to our takes? No. Oh, wow. Do you know ancient Sumerian? I mean, I might be, you know, ancient Sumerian myself, but no, I, I, <laughs> I, I think just through my knowledge of mythical creatures, uh, some of them I, I recognize. Nice. Oh, okay. Dang, we should have hit you up when we were recording. <laughs> Gonna skip the research. Okay. Next one. This one's tough because I I know I'm pretty sure I know how it's supposed to be pronounced, but uh, Zhangxi. Pretty close. Okay. Are you gonna tell me exactly how it's pronounced afterwards? I, I can tell or... you. I might cut it out so our fans don't know. Yeah. So that way, that oh, way okay. gives them a All little right, bit definitely, more of a hint. Definitely. If you can probably tell, it's the Chinese characters. So pretty close. Okay. I mean, I'll take pretty close because these other ones, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So the English speaker in me would obviously say it's Itavaris, but oh, <sighs> Itavaris. Those are probably. I'll go with Idvaris. Okay. Probably a very good guess. That's what I would go with as well. It is Lithuanian. So <laughs> Lithuanian. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting creature that I found. I really like how you have taken all of these things that most people haven't even heard of. That's the goal and... of the podcast. But I realize yeah. that makes more work for me in my end. <laughs> Definitely. It's fantastic. It's a good challenge. People are learning about things that I didn't even know about. And I think I'm pretty good at some of these. All right, I see some accent at the end of it. Like I said, the English speaker in me wants to call it uh, Shisui. Oh, okay. I like how yeah, I like how you saw the accents and knew to change it up. But this is also another Chinese one, so you oh, know the tonal language. Chinese ones keep tripping me up. I actually so <laughs> this one is so hard to pronounce that I in the podcast just called them by the English translation name. Really? Because, because there's no way. I mean, these creatures exist all over Asia, but I figured since they probably originated from China, I would stick with the Chinese name. But then I was like, no, that's a little too hard to pronounce. I have to think of each word separately and then kind of like stick them together because of how similar the words are. But mm -hmm. it's. Wow. I mean, I definitely would not have gotten that. <laughs> And this is a creature that is going to show up a lot, and I didn't want people to suffer with that. So I was like... Oh, I mean, yeah, if this is a creature that shows up a lot, <laughs> you definitely need to know its name right. English translation is totally acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, next one. Ahuizotl. That's a good guess. Totally wrong. I'm pretty sure totally that's wrong. completely wrong. 
horribly wrong. <laughs> Can you tell by the words what kind of or where this mythological creature is from? I feel like this is probably South American. Pretty close. I believe it's either Mayan or Aztec. Okay. This one I've been looking at since we started because I was like, okay, she's definitely going to leave the hardest one last. <laughs> it's also the most funny sounding, I have to say. So I really hope it's not some divine creature that I'm about to say and get struck down. Oh. Uh, Smurg. Very good guess. Smurg. It's funny. I don't want to say it's, it's a divine creature, but it is up there. <laughs> oh, no. Well, if I get struck in the, the street tomorrow, I'm not sure to know who did it. Yes, this one is a from Persian mythology. And that is all I will say about that. But I think you did a pretty good job guessing. I think I got one right. So that, that's, that's pretty yeah. good for me, at least. And then, of course, there'll be more creatures that we'll be discussing along season two. Speaking of, I did also want to obligatory state that it is podcast awards season. If you haven't had a chance, please nominate us on the Discover Pods Awards for, you know, all the things, audio drama, best podcast, best new podcast, whatever you want to say, that or leave a comment, rate us on Apple Podcasts, on Podchaser, Good Pods, all the good things. Let us know more because I love to read comments and I also love to discuss them with our voice actors. Absolutely. Angela, I've known Angela for a lot of years. And uh, this is honestly one of the most passionate projects that I've seen her work on. I've seen her, you know, work on cosplay. I've seen her work on all of these different things. And this is one of the passion projects I've seen her go all out for. So she really deserves an award. Oh, thank you so much. Fingers crossed. Maybe we can record in person or have a cast party or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Record in person. Oh, God. Well, you're actually that not too so far from me. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be Yeah, I mean I'm I'm just across the river in two trains, I think. I think so, yeah. It'll be harder for our other voice actors who are in Ohio and other places. But yes, I'm very happy that my friends are invested in this along with me and want to work on stuff with me as well. Yep. I mean it's a fun project. I'm gonna drag you all to make more podcasts. Oh my god, that would be <laughs> Very fun, but also so dangerous. <laughs> Never ending. Never ending. 100 years, 100 years, Angela and podcast. 100 years, Angela podcast. <laughs> Going back to comments, one person on Patreon suggested maybe we should do a ASMR section on our Patreon. So last, last bonus episode Sarah talked about her favorite creature, which is El Hombre de Saco, which is the sack man. And while he is a very interesting creature, I don't think he would fit in the park just because I don't know how we would save children from getting eaten. <laughs> but I think that way it's a good bonus content for you to whisper to us and i will add a little sound effects and maybe make it into a fun little bonus thing yeah i mean that sounds fun 
Definitely an interesting, I'm reading it now, definitely an interesting creature. Sounds like Santa on meth, honestly. So uh, let's uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, Krampus is considered part of this archetype. So, yeah, you know. Maybe a good Christmas special. Santa versus Hackman. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So I've never done, actually, ASMR before. I honestly have no idea what it is i hear it all the time oh all i know is that someone speaks into a microphone and says words and that's pretty much it yes i mean that's also what podcasting is so i think we're (laughs) i think we're knowledgeable enough (laughs) i should probably do this first just to get it all right so i'm going to do this first non-asmr to get it down done with so i know exactly what i'm trying to say The Sackman, a.k.a. El Hombre. El Hombre? Hombre? El Hombre. I don't think he pronounced the H. El Hombre. El, hom- el Hombre. El Hombre de Sacco. Del Sacco? Oh, God, I'm really terrible at pronunciations. This is why you are the most integral part Wait, of the what show, did you, honestly. Did you not take any foreign languages in high school I took or French, and French is honestly oh. one of the worst of the... I mean... <laughs> I will tell you, I had such fun in French, but it's the worst of all the romantic languages to learn because it has oh, a very different. It. It's very different from uh, Spanish or Italian when it comes to the uh, romantic languages. It's a little bit harder and a little bit more diverse. How, I love French. How good is your French? <laughs> I can speak conversationally, but not oh. like amazing. I'm sure if I go like to uh, Quebec, they would look at me and say, "Who the fuck <laughs> is this guy?" <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't know if I can curse. I, I, I just, it's fine. I can okay. that. <laughs> um, and if I go to France, I'm sure they'd be like, oh, look at this American who thinks he can speak French. But uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I can I can conversationally speak enough to know where I need to go, where I am, and uh, especially where the bathroom is. Yes. Okay, well, that's good to know. I'm going to make a note to myself to look up more French creatures then. Now that we have a French speaker here. <laughs> oh, boy. That's uh, definitely going to be a hard one. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure there's a bunch of Gaul myths or, uh, you know, uh, things there. Oh, yeah. Europe has a bunch. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm big buff on Europe history. I love European mythology. Eastern European mythology, of course, is some of the best horror. Mm-hmm. But, you know... Western European mythology has a lot of different things going for it as well. But anyway, uh, let's see. The Sackman, a.k.a. El Hombre del Sacco. There are many stories told about the Sackman, from Spain to Haiti to India to South Africa. Though the name may vary, his story is always the same. Children who are naughty, will die. El hombre de sacco, the man with the sack. He's an ugly old man who will steal misbehaving children away to eat them. His story spread thanks to a true crime in Gador, Spain, where an innocent boy was carried off in a sack and murdered due to the belief that the blood of a child could cure tuberculosis. From there, gave birth to the name of the boogeyman. Children from around the world are warned with just one message. Behave or die.
Nice. Yeah, I think I think those were good. Uh, you know. Okay. And you sounded clear to me, so I think. Oh, if you sounded, I sounded clear to you on this internet connection that I have going, then that sounds perfect. Okay. <laughs> we are getting to the end of this episode. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug in? I don't really have any projects that I'm working on. Nothing that I can think of on the top of my head. Just, uh, you know, I really love doing this project. This is fun. Nothing I can think of, no. no I mean, mm, no, nothing I can think of. Okay. Well, then, with this podcast, we will see you on Patreon. Oh, God, um, I hope Angela edited out a bunch of this stuff because... Uh, <laughs> I feel so embarrassed just not having the right answer sometimes. No, no, that's that's the beauty of podcasting. That's true. <laughs> is that I get to slice this up and arrange it the way I want to. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful editing. Sorry I cut you off. Go back to your other line and uh, continue with that, and you can splice that right out. No problem. <laughs> I mean, we will... Oh, we definitely got to do game night when you are available yes absolutely gotta um, do that you know if i get a, a week's notice i will definitely be able to do it i just need to get a week to to figure out when i can do it 100 percent, i'd be down for game night. Mm-hmm. so many different games i'd love to play yeah and then what else is there we recorded all the patreon episodes with you so that's done with sam and then we will see you in one episode of season two as a different character yes i get to play a different character which seems like it's going to be very fun i still haven't figured out how i'm going to do it but i will do it eventually no problem the right way (laughs) it's a fun oh it's a mean character but it'll be fun to act absolutely i'll have to Get my acting chops together and to be a different person. <laughs> I find that it's more fun to play obnoxious. I don't want to say obnoxious, but kind of obnoxious characters. Just because it's like you get to be dramatic for a reason. <laughs> yep, that sounds like the 13-year-old uh, D&D character. That <laughs> obnoxious for a reason. That's that's all 13-year-olds. <laughs> the drama is the best. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I think that's it for this episode. Stay tuned for season two. I will have a release date out, I promise. <laughs> Definitely in October. I, I pinky swear, pinky promise. And that is it. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, YouTube, at Proserpina Park for all your latest updates. And if you really enjoyed listening to me talk, just let Angela know and then one day of the day, one day of the week, she'll come by. She'll like rope me in, and I will be stuck to a chair recording for an entire day. <laughs> I'll send you smoke signals. I oh, need God. you today. I'll see the smoke signals, and I'll be like, "Oh no, I got to find a place to hide." And then she's just gonna find me. <laughs> We're coming. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the airplanes are once again attacking my feed, so I am calling the end of this episode. If you have any questions, you can also reach out to me at Girl Made a Jade on Twitter. And that is it for now. Thank you for listening. Bye.